this that rated R With the homie Shaw They telling me to stop But I ain't even start Tryna keep it real Tryna keep it raw Something you can feel And help you change your thoughts Yeah, this that rated R With that homie Shaw Getting vulnerable yeah. Showing you my scars Nah, I ain't got no chill I do it for my guy Hey, why we do it? Said I do it for my guy Yeah, yeah, yeah Yo, we are live, man. We are here. We we back again, man. <laughs> it's that rated R. The kid right. Rashad, Papa Shad. That's right, man. I'm here, Jamar with two R's. That's I guess right. there's a reason why I'm here because you know the 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 R can mean many things, and right now, that's what it's about. That's what the R is for. The that's R is right. for right now. Say, so, hey, I go. am the I am the co-host. You know what I mean? I have been so graciously invited to right. uh, sit in and, um, you know, just pretty much uh, talk about life with my man Rashad here, man. And um, I'm looking forward to it. So thank y'all yeah. for listening in. Thank you for having me. Um, I really don't really like to talk too much about myself. I'm just I'm just a guy in this world, man, trying to maintain, stay sane. I am married with one child. I currently work at the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts as the museum buyer mm-hmm. in that crazy, crazy world of yeah. art. Yeah. And you know what, man? I'm just excited, man. God is good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. As you have heard, the chief, the man with the plan, Jamar, man. Like, So I'm excited to invite him and have him be part of the podcast. Um, he's part of some different podcasts and projects, man. And I just was really honored that he would even, you know, be willing to be part of what we're doing over here. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I I met Jamar. He has a son, Jackson, a really cool, sweet kid, man. And he got a chance to hang out with um, my son, RJ, um, some time ago when they were just kind of doing childcare together. Um, And so we built that connection. It was just like, man, yo, we we should hang out again, man. Let's just just (laughs) Want to be buds? Right. (laughs) Weirdly enough, but it's cool, man. It's cool. So look, on this episode, man, we are super excited to talk about some of the things that I feel like we need to talk more about as men, you know, like, and in this particular episode, we wanted to talk about managing your stress. Because let's let's be real, man. We all get stressed out. We all have something that's that's uh, just leading us to a place where we can honestly be like, oh my gosh, man, like, what am I going to do? Yeah, man. Uh, how do I deal with this? Yeah. And and honestly, man, like, I'll be the first one to say that I just don't talk to, to, uh, to anybody about it. And yeah. I just feel like, you know, um, there may be some other people out there, man. So what you what you think, man? Yeah, I, I, I can definitely relate when it comes to managing stress. And one thing that I used to do when I had immense stress was I would, I would wallow. Um, Mm. I would, I would be really reclusive. I would be a hermit and I would kind of be in that funk and not really share it. And I don't know if that was what our culture taught us to do is to kind of suppress that. But I'm going to say right now that to me, it's not healthy. Yeah. You need to share that. And, you know, some people will say, well, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, you know, everybody's got problems. But you know what? There are people out there who who are willing to hear and they're also willing to kind of testify and, and give testimonies against 
their, you know, trials and tribulations. And this is what this is here for. You know what I mean? So you can consider this hopefully as a remedy to managing your stress. Yeah. So. Or at least taking the first step and just like admitting that you're stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because that's something that like I knew I didn't do and I didn't even realize it, you know, because it's like for whatever, for whatever reason, man, like I think as men, we're just taught at a young age to just kind of like bottle that stuff in. Like, man, you good, man. Just, just suck it up. Exactly. Suck it up. Just keep pushing and, and not even ask for help, man. And that's one of the things for me that I can relate to what Jamar was just saying is that like, you know, I would stay in my own head about a lot of stuff that I'm dealing with. So I wouldn't talk to anybody about it, right. you know, um, or I would just be afraid that someone's going to use it against me and think that I'm weak. Indeed. And Indeed. and that's just not what it is. I, I feel like we got to redefine what strength really is. And yeah. I think strength is sometimes admitting that you can't do something or you need help to do something. And, you know, that's hard for a lot of people. You know, yeah. they, they want to at least appear like, you know, they don't they don't need anybody or, um, they can handle it, um, but then what happens? Is you can you can have burnout. You yeah. can you can crash and burn. Yeah. You can start acting out, and there's so many different ways that I feel like that affects the people around us. Yeah. And so when you're not in a good space and you're stressed out, man, like you can't really be your best self. Yeah, indeed. And, you know, and you know what I think it ties into is also pride. Yeah. Yo. Mm. The, the P word, man. I think <laughs> the P word. The, You're the, right. The definition of pride is so misconstrued, and especially when I was a youth, man, I had a lot of. I had the idea of false pride, man, and I think a lot of times, you know, That's we good. deal with false pride, man. And I'm telling you, man, I don't want to say there's anything wrong with pride, but don't let it stifle you. Don't let it keep you from asking for help. Don't. It's okay to be vulnerable. And I'm coming to realize that, mm-hmm. you know, now more than ever, you know, it is okay to be vulnerable. And those people who may perceive you as being weak, you know what? Let it be, man, because we know the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we know ourselves. It's okay to be vulnerable out here. That's yeah. why we're having this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I wish, and I'm glad that it's here now, but I wish there was something like this back in the day that I could really tune into and mm-hmm. listen to and find that relatability. But, you know, I, I say this, especially to, you know, the men that are listening, man, you know, don't be a victim of foolish pride. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if you need to talk to somebody, it's okay to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? It's okay to let that out, man. And even if you're not familiar with this person or whatever, if you feel like they got a good vibe or a good heart, dude, you know, like feel free to confide. You know what I mean? Even with us. We're here. Yeah. We're your friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see it, you hear us laughing, man. We, we all friendly around here. Nah, man, dead serious, yo. Yeah. I'm serious, man. And you know, one thing that definitely helps me manage stress is like, you know, is, is laughter is, 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 is comedy, man. Laugh to keep from crying. Yeah. You got to laugh to keep from crying. And you know what, man, you got to find the silver lining in a lot of this stuff, man. A lot of this stuff that we're going through, because one thing that makes me, you know, that, that, that kind of eases me out is realizing that like, we're not alone, you know, like there are people who are going through less and there are people who are going through way more. Yeah. Stress. 
than what we're going through. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. My pops, man, like one thing that I learned from him, and this is kind of a good, you know, segue, just kind of talking about like, where did we learn how to like manage stress from? Yeah. And I, I think, you know, my dad, he would, I would always hear him kind of process things like this. Cause like, there was like never anything that was like too stressful for my pops. And um, like, so my pops was on an episode before this one, in case you want to go back and check it out. So um, big ups to pops, man. But uh, he, he would always say, you know what, man? Like I, I listen to these other people out here and I, I think about the problems that other people have. And at the end of the day, you know, I'm good. Cause like, if I had to trade places with them, you know, yeah. like when I hear him kind of just kind of, you know, talk about like, like he had a lot of friends that, you know, he grew up with that are no longer here with us or they're in a hospital somewhere uh, laid up, man. You know, just like, you know, living like a vegetable right now because they just, you know, whatever it might be health issues. Yeah. And so I know for my pops, he would always be like, man, look, like I woke up today. I can do what I got to do. You know, like I may, may not have all the money in the world. I may yeah. have these problems, but hey, like I got to keep the right perspective. And so I think perspective is key. But at the same time, and I think while that is helpful in this day and age, I think it's still important for us to identify, you know, the sources or the, the areas that are patterns for us in that, you know, when we get stressed out or, yeah. you know, because sometimes we can't even name it. It's just kind of like this this total denial. So I think pressing on to that perspective, like I keep that. Yeah. Um, because I think it's healthy to kind of be like, you know, and I think even in the church sometimes, look, man, I, I woke up this morning. So like, yeah. praise the Lord. And I'm like, amen. But <laughs> I feel like they don't, I don't, I feel like sometimes people ain't 100 with it. Cause it's like, yeah. look, man, like when you have, um, you know, like money issues and yeah. it's just like, you know, cause I, that's, that's real for me. It's just like finances are like the biggest stressor for me. Cause yeah. I, I know that I, that can just be an area of, uh, where I'm just trying to be in control. Yeah. And when you feel like you're not, then it's just like, psh, ah, like you can go so many different ways with that, you know? So, Bro, I, and to tie into that, you know what I mean? Like, as far as what I saw, I'm going to give you guys two perspectives mm. and try to be as graceful as possible. Um, the first perspective is from my father, and it's kind of similar to your father. Yeah. Um, I would say that my father's a half, uh, a half full glass kind of guy. You know what I mean? At yeah. the same time, he could also be a bit pessimistic and pops. I'm a, um, you can get on the show too, since um Rashad's dad was on here. I'd All love right. to have you on, bro. You, yeah, so I'm gonna get my pops on. Hopefully we can have him on as a guest or something, talk more about this. But perspective is what he used. You know what I mean? And realizing that it could be way worse and Realizing again, you know, where he had came from, you know what I mean? And looking back to where he came from and looking at all his accomplishments and seeing his children succeed as well, I think also kind of helped him deal and cope with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. My father's name, I'm Jamar, he's Belmar, but his nickname is Chipper. Okay. And I was like, yo, where did you get this nickname Chipper from? Like I looked up the word word chipper is kind of like you know like somebody who is cheerful a right. chip off the old block and that's one thing my father did was he smiled a lot and he was for the most part very very 
positive. And I think that a lot of that rubbed off on me. Um, now, for the other perspective of my mom, my lovely, beloved mother, I love her to death. Shout out to my mom. She can get on here too. But we're in the whole family. <laughs> but, um, you know, with my mother, you know, we were talking about like, uh, you know, meditating versus medicating. And, okay. um, you know, my mom, I think she, while also, you know, exercising perspective, one thing I did see her do is uh, smoke cigarettes. Mm. And I, I I never really understood like what was it, and she said that it was like a a breathing type of uh, some type of relief, you know what I mean with 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 inhaling the smoke and exhaling, and you know she smoked cigarettes on and off, and I saw her cope with that, and I also kind of wanted to learn from that, you know because. That's something, you know, running to that substance is something that can capture you. And then you have risk of relying on that substance for relief. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the way that I'd rather us not go down. Right. So trying to find that balance and like how you were talking about, you know what I mean? Like he woke us up in the morning. But, you know, you do have that but. And you know what I mean? It's like I've heard something similar like, yo, it could be worse. And right, then I've right. heard somebody say, well, it could be a whole lot better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. and, 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 and with that, all that being said, again, is like, I think when it comes down to is constantly reminding yourself, you know, that things can be way worse. And we have to learn how to be content, not complacent, yeah. but content with what we have. And living, like how we were talking earlier, like being in the now, yeah. you know, if you got time to complain, and you have time. I think, you know what? That's a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you got a moment to step off to the side and be kind of stressed out, I know that sounds a little bit crazy, but I'm thanking God that at least I can think right now. Yeah. I'm thanking God that I can breathe. You know what I mean? I'm Absolutely. thanking God that I got a moment to actually take all this in and process. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm thanking God that I'm in an open space and I'm free mm. to do this type of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. It's a it's a constant battle of the mind, man. And unfortunately, man, you know, that negativity, it can re- reside within us, man. But we have to constantly battle that, man. And eventually when we do that, it becomes second nature, man. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to attain, yo. Man, that's good right there, man. I, I feel like when I listen to you talk, there was a lot there. Um, but to follow up with... Um, a couple of things. One right. with just like how we can um, kind of like act out on our stresses right. um, and become dependent on other things to kind of help us cope. Yeah, uh, that could be destructive. Yeah, um, but there's other things that may be constructive. You know, like you know having. I, I think we didn't really have a language growing up. Um, for a lot of the things that we're talking about. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to introduce that uh, Jamar had already kind of hit on was the whole idea about meditation versus medicating. And I know um, if, if I'm vulnerable for a moment, man, I think that just kind of like recognizing for me as a man, <clears throat> you know, like drugs and alcohol was not something that was um, an area of concern for me like I I think it was just like honestly my parents just kind of like put that fear in me like, it's like look, look this is just not something for you um and 
honestly, like I didn't really get into like smoking anything like that because I know my mom has a nose like a blood. <laughs> <laughs> so, so growing up, man, like I would hang out with my with my dudes, right? And I know, you know, we would you know that we chief and everything like that. And it's just like, bro, like I can't. Like if I go home, I'm gonna have to find somewhere else to live. Yeah. Um, and then just recognizing like how alcohol has really done a number to my family, man. Like yeah. when I think back to you know, for my grandparents and, you know, the previous episode, my pops talked about how, like, his dad was on a bottle like that. And actually, that was the reason he passed away. Wow. You know, and um, and and honestly, even seeing it in my home, you know, seeing how it affected my dad at times. And, you know, like my, my pops, man, I, I love him to death. He was there. He was he was a great model for a hardworking man. But, you know, like we all have our vices. And I yeah. think um, when I see. Um, he had came a long way uh, from the things that he, he talked about, things that he dealt with. But for me, I knew like, okay, this isn't going to be my thing. But I think once I got into college, got on my own yeah. and started realizing like, hey, like if I'm stressed out, what am I going to turn to? And I, then I started to realize like the ways that I felt affection, ways that I felt like um, this is going to make me feel better. And it was like attention from women. Wow. And I and I didn't realize it until later where people would start calling me out on it and just being like, yo, like, you know, you leading this person on, yada, yada. Wow. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, what you talking about, this right? This is great. This is really, this is really, really Hey, man, good, facts, man. though. This is the Rated R podcast, yo, dude. Yo, this is where the It's yin, getting Rated R right now. This I, is where the yin meets the yang, yo. <laughs> We're going to talk about this because, you know, me... I can definitely speak to the medicating side. Um, yeah. You know, I have been around, I have seen drugs and alcohol, you know, since middle school, not directly in my home, you know, every now and then I see like, you know, my parents had a bar or whatever, yeah. but you know, my friends were the ones that were really kind of drinking yeah. and yeah. really mostly smoking. And I was around that all the time and I did partake. I didn't partake properly because I wasn't, really inhaling at that moment. Yeah, like yeah. I, I was just, I don't know. I think I was just there to be there. And it was the Duchess that was like kind of killing my throat or whatever. So I wasn't really, I didn't become dependent on that. You know what I mean? But I right. was around that and I did partake and understand. And I'll tell you this, I really didn't really start like experimenting until I got to college and that was with cannabis. And again, this is me being, um, you know, totally transparent and, mm-hmm. and, and vulnerable. And, you know, I, I definitely see why people smoke weed. <laughs> I see why I see why they smoke Bro, weed when they're it, stressed. It, because it serves a purpose. It serves a purpose. <laughs> and it can relieve that yeah. trouble. It can relieve that that monkey on your back, but only for a moment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm yeah. saying? So I have to remind myself how much sobriety is valuable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And trying to find that balance so I don't set a false expectation for my child to make him think that it's okay to run to a substance whenever there's a problem. Right. Because, you know, that turns into, you know, full, full-fledged full addiction yeah. after time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I have friends that I love dearly who, who battle with that. And I have family who has 
battle with, you know, drugs harder than marijuana. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it is about balancing. You know what I mean? I try not to, I don't, I don't smoke every day. You know what I mean? I'm more like kind of like a weekend guy and, you know, maybe, maybe a couple times out the week, but I try to find that balance. And even when I was going through this challenge with, you know, professional de- development and trying to attain the certification, I had to step away. Yeah. And that's the thing, man, you know, it's about having, self-control and there was a there's a there's this verse in proverbs or whatever i'm gonna pull it up real quick and i'm gonna yeah. share this with y'all real quick i the got this daily diversion yo all right this one's on self-control a person without self-control is like a city with broken down walls Preach. proverbs 25 28 look it up Come on. Come <laughs> on, no, sir. No, 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 no. I didn't feel to do that. But I figured I'd share that with y'all, man. You know what I mean? It's really about that self-control and trying to manage your stress if you can. Yeah. Using using God, man. Right. He right here, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it's about, man. Yeah. And and you know how we were how you were talking about how you kind of use the attention, you know. Of women and things like that, man. I definitely like to hear more about that if you want to talk more. Man, look, you know what I'm saying? man, look, it goes deeper, man. I mean, and I think you know, and this is where what you know why we call this the Rated R podcast because yeah. it's part of this is just like we want to be open, we want to be real, want to keep it raw, yeah, keep it one hundred. You know, I think um, you know without going into too much detail, I know that um, you know medication. What is it actually doing? Like when we're talking about medicating our pain yeah. and realizing like, hey, what are the things that we end up turning to to try to numb ourselves? And so sometimes, like I said, like attention um, is something that can kind of make you feel something. And you want to feel because if you have pain and this isn't like physical pain, like I think I didn't have the language and the uh, what do you call it? Like the the uh, emotional intelligence to yeah. know what was really going on. I just knew what I felt yeah. at the time. And so it's kind of like, all right, well, if you feel low, if you feel alone, then like, what can you do? And so sometimes it's, it's that. And I know for other people, it might actually be, you know, having different sexual partners. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's, it gets real. And so I know that was not necessarily a huge area for me in like, you know, in college and stuff. Uh, of course, of course, before me and my wife, Jasmine of six years, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Um, but I know like, you know, like things like pornography, man, like that's a big deal, man. Yeah, it and is, and that's a that's a way that a lot of people um, find some kind of release and outlet. Yeah. But, it, but what happens is just like you feel horrible. You feel like, dang, man, like this is. This is I'm like, yo. What a waste of time, yo. I've been right. feeling that. I've been there, yo. Like, yeah. damn, for the for for those moments, especially when you look to, you know, the internet for that release and stuff like that, man. It it is, man. And I think it all it, it ties into that self-control, man. It's yeah. hard, man, because you got one thing telling you, you need this, you need mm-hmm. this. Hurry mm-hmm. up, you'll be all right. You need this. Right. What are you doing? You what are you doing? And unfortunately, in my brain, the way that it works is you know, the, the, the voice that I need to hear is so quiet and calm. Come on. And I'm like, damn, Whoa. bro, why is this other voice so damn loud? Yeah. And then, you know, the voice that I need to hear is so subtle. But I think it's, you know, training your brain to really listen to that. You can call it the Holy Spirit, you know. Yeah. You know, training your brain to listen to that Holy Spirit and then come to realize, like, yo, there's so much reward after overcoming Mm. your temptation yeah. or whatever it is. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
Well, listen, man, I think, um, you know, here's a question I, I have for you. Yeah. And I think about it as I'm asking from uh, as well. But like, what are some of the things that you felt like you had to unlearn um, about dealing with pain? Like maybe or, or what are what's something that you've learned how to do um, as you've as you've mentioned, like the meditating part? Like what's something that you've unlearned to like, OK, this is actually not helping me out here. Okay. And. How has that helped you to go toward a healthier way of dealing with stress? So I think one of the main components of stress is doubt Mm. and doubt that things aren't going to work out how you want them. And, you know, you can call that like uh, pessimistic thinking. Yeah. And it's kind of like a mental thing that I would do to myself. And I kind of it's kind of weird, quirky, but I would kind of have like a pessimistic thought you know, just because I was always expecting the worst and I like when things would happen, otherwise it would be such a great reward. Mm. You know what I mean? When, mm-hmm. when the, when the optimistic thing would happen. And I think one thing I learned, especially with going through this damn, you know, project management exam and testing and is to let go of doubt and to let go of, of, of pessimism and really um, express true faith and yeah. like putting it out there, yeah. putting it out there in the universe. Like how you were talking about this position that you were interested in, you know, you're talking to me about it. You're putting it out there. Yeah. So it's only right for me to pray on that, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's that synergistic, you know, energy that we need to put out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one thing that I had to definitely unlearn is doubt and learn like true faith and believe in your, like with the power of God and the power of faith, right. like mountains can be moved, yo. Like, Straight up, you ask for it, you believe it, mm-hmm. you will receive it. Now the, the trick is this: you may not receive it when you want yeah. to receive facts, it, but that's true. If you are persistent, you will receive it, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. it also ties into also releasing expectation. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's really just about preparing, praying, and performing. You know what I'm saying? And releasing that expectation and being okay with, hey, this isn't going to happen on my timeline, but I know that it's going to be in God's will mm. with faith, man. And God's going to steer you in different directions. So, yeah, those were some of the things that I had to unlearn. Mm. Yeah. What about you, bro? Um, Man, I, I think... So, I just named something, um, like the emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And realizing that like you just have to talk to people. I mean, I think um, one of the biggest fears, and I feel like is 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 a growing consciousness around this now. But like black people, I, well, I don't want to just generally say that, but I'm just saying it out there because I just that's how it is and how I look at it in our community. Sure. It's just like we we don't trust like people to go talk to like counselors. Yeah, um, and so it's just like we don't go to therapy. We don't go, and so I feel like nope. now there's a growing consciousness around like hey like we 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 need to talk to someone yeah. you know i i feel that and i see that wave happening now um and people doing their inner healing work but for me it was just like when i actually sat down and started talking with um a counselor um about some of the things that i've just been dealing with and just having someone with an objective point of view to be able to see and hear and process with me helped me to say okay number one i'm not alone right number two Oh man, like I never even thought of it that way. Yeah. And then challenging me and having that accountability to actually do something about yeah. it. Awareness is key and awareness is part of the battle, but 
it's like now that you're aware, like, what are you going to do about it? And I feel yeah. like that's the key is like, if you're not aware, then you're in darkness. Yeah. And if you're in darkness, then you can't do anything. You can't see and you need the light. And so I believe that, you know, with the help of God, who ultimately is the light, the light of the world, like you can see things and and, and God can reveal things that um, that are in that kind of place of darkness that we, we can turn to um, when we're stressed out um, and when we're just, you know, in that place of doubt or Indeed. fear. And for me, like little things, little practical things like journaling. Yeah, I was about um, to say that, bro. Yeah, um, going sure. to the gym, working out, yeah, like getting sure. getting that stuff that I feel and, and doing something, like actually doing something helps. Yeah. So getting it out my head and onto a page, getting it out of my body into this like into this you know this bench yeah. or whatever you know what I mean like yeah. those things help me because I feel a release afterwards that is more beneficial and make me feel better on the other side. Yo, that's so heavy, man. And, you know, it, it ties into that saying of knowing is half the battle. And I think that's where one should, that should be one of the starting points is, you know what I mean? Knowing your weaknesses or or knowing your flaws so that you can try to improve. And how do you do that? You can self-reflect, but sometimes your mind wants to tell you what you want to hear. So that's why it's so valuable to get outside opinions mm. that's why you know i do see value in you know seeking um therapy because i think it's going to be an unbiased type opinion that's going to tell you yo this is this is what you need to do this is what you need to work on in addition to journaling right. so what does journaling look like what do you you know what i mean journaling um what i do you know what i mean every now and then is in my notes i i vent I write about the things that may have frustrated me, but I also like to write, I like to make like a gratitude list. I like to, you know, mm. write down things that I'm grateful for, the smallest things, the big things, all the things. And then I like to come back and review that. And that kind of gives me that, 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 that stress relief that I'm looking for as in addition to like exercising, you know what I mean? Yeah. This, this day and age, we really do need to challenge ourselves. We definitely need to challenge ourselves. You know what I mean? We, and I think, why do we do it? Why do we challenge ourselves? So that we can see what we are truly capable of. And with the challenge, you can overcome that. And with that one challenge that you overcome, what is it to another challenge? You know what I'm saying? You need that to remind yourself how great and amazing you are, man. Absolutely. So don't hesitate. And we and there, and there are resources out there, especially like talking about meditation. You know whether there are videos on meditation and and, and yoga and and, and prayer and right. silence time. Um, you know, a lot of times that that may keep us or keep people from doing therapy is the cost aspect but i know that there are resources out there and you know what we can we'll do our best to you know make those visible you know what i mean because i want this to be a resource for everybody you know what i mean but it's out there and it's not that costly either Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and honestly i can see myself as as a therapist you should see yourself as a therapist you know what i mean you never know who you can help you know what i mean this is therapy for me right now man you know what and that yo saying that right now is super awesome because it's therapy for me right now too yeah you know what i'm saying and i am not 
you know, certified in, 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 in therapy management or anything like that. But I know how to, you know, help a situation and yeah. bring value to the situation and say things that are going to bring value and also help a person reflect so yeah. they can know, yeah. you know? Absolutely. So look, man, the last thing I'll say is yeah. it's important that you invest in yourself. You know, I just feel that that's something that I felt like um, unless I had, you know, some leftover stuff, then I can invest in me. But it's like, no, you have to invest in yourself. You have to be able to, um, you know, put your money where your mouth is. And if, if you're not going to invest in you, then who will? Then who will? You know, you got to take that time to take care of you, to uh, talk to someone about the, your issues, um, because how does that saying go? It's kind of like, you know, um, you know, a lot of times you get, man, that's too expensive or yeah. to, to go see a counselor or to get, buy this book yeah. or to do these little things that are good for you. Um, and I'm not talking. And sometimes it might be, mean like go buy yourself a shirt. You know what I mean? Like yeah. little things like that, that for some people is a big deal. Like for me, like I don't go shopping all the time, but yeah. it's, it's important for me to say, you know what? Now nah, I, I got to do that for me because that's just something I got to do. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like, you know, you paying and investing in yourself now will pay dividends later because ultimately what can happen if you don't invest in yourself is you're paying more at the end because you're paying with regret. You're, yeah. you're paying with, uh, you know, just looking back and just saying like, yo, like I didn't do what I wanted to do. Yeah. And um, you know what else adds to stress? Yeah. Regret. Absolutely. You looking back and saying, damn, I wish right. I should have, I could have. You are going to be in a world of regret, if yeah. you know what I mean. So we also have to use this 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 platform to challenge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How are you going to hit your target? Yeah. How are you going to challenge yourself? Like specifically, like seriously. Man? Yeah. So if you're listening, um, and this in in our stories, what we talking about? If this if this speaks to you, man, we definitely want you to take some time. You know, write down some of the things that might be stressing you out and and then list like what you gonna do about it. Yeah. You know, for real, real talk, man. Like, you know, we gotta grow up and we can't allow, you know, these things that um might be a problem um in our lives to just continue just because like uh whatever. Seriously. Like, you know, um conflict stress is, is is gonna be part of our lives. Yeah, for sure. But we just gotta, you know, have an attitude like we're not gonna let it consume us, you know. Indeed, man. Um yeah. And so, you know what? This this isn't going to happen overnight. It's a practice yep, it's a thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's an acquired, it's an acquired gift, if you ask me, man. You know what I'm saying? And whatever, whatever it is that y'all need to get started, man, just 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 let us know because you know we're here. We can be your guide. We can be your llama, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Like we are here, and you know what I mean. To, to 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 even spell it out for you, what are you upset about? Your finances, okay. Well, where's the root of it? How are you spending your money mm-hmm. or the source of your income? Okay, you don't like your job, okay. Well, let's look and see where else you would want to be interested in working. All right, fine. Yeah. You don't like the people that you're around. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you know, then maybe you need to start going to events that are based around people who are more like-minded, like yourself, or people who may not be like-minded. 
You know what I mean? It, you can, you have to take that initiative, yo. That's the key word. You take that initiative, yo. You got to go ahead and make that step to yeah. make that change. Because if not, then you are complacent. Then you are complacent. Mm. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be complacent anymore, man. This is, we are in a renaissance. Know that, people. Yeah. Like, we are in a renaissance. We are in a time of change, yo. And this document right here is going to, uh, Lord willing, man, this is going to be historic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I hope that this touches somebody. So continue Absolutely. to challenge yourself and stay engaged, man. Absolutely. Meditate yeah. or medicate. Yeah. You pick. All right, man. This has been Rated R. Yep. Thanks for your ears. Catch us next time, man. With the stings in the game What's your name? Consequence, I'm tight, burnt like flames And why's that? American dream, they got this ghetto kid in the fiend Don't stress that, cause it's not in your bloodstream Your whole being comes from greatness, you remember Chase Long got you caught in the storms of December And brothers on the block, packing nines like September Change the situation, clock is all slender Yo, I be on the avenue, where they be acting brand new I'm flooding on these V-Block joints <laughs>